This podcast is part of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network at www.tpsradio.net. Radio. Mike has battled a YouTube strike. Mike has battled a Senate race. Mike is here. Mike James. Double Pod's house of horrors. Tube strike, Mike. How you doing? The tube strike did affect me a bit yesterday in a way and in a way it didn't. Are you enjoying the sound effects? Well, yes, 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 exactly. It sounds like a Mark Henry match where he's potatoing too much. Well, and the other guy just sort of wailing. <laughs> yes. Ah, stop it, fat man! Exactly, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, WWE Pods, House of Horrors. Actually, I was just watching a, um, one of the Botchamanias, Botchamanias and, and wrestling's worst gimmicks, and one of them has Gilberg in the top three as Ronald Wrestling's worst gimmicks. Blimey. I mean, what do you think? What did, what did you think of Gilberg? Well, I I actually saw. I think I saw Gilberg before I saw Goldberg. Me too, actually. Yeah. So when I first saw Gilberg, I just thought, "What's that?" <laughs> yes. I think that's pretty much how I felt. And then, of course, I saw Goldberg and went, "He's brilliant," you know. Yes. As most young impressionable people did, and. So Gilberg, it was a bit mad, really. A bit of fun, but a bit weird. I know. It's, I mean, in hindsight, looking back at it now, I think it's quite funny. But now okay. you understand, we both understand what Goldberg is. Yes. You know, and him coming out with the sparklers. And things Indeed. Like that. It, it's very good. So you're, so you have no problem with young Gilberg. Uh, well, it's not a great angle. And uh, in terms of, I think because he was a Cruiserweight champion, it kind of buried the championship a bit, I think, because it didn't take it seriously. Well, it was a bit mad, wasn't it? They yeah. made him Cruiserweight champion. Then they sort of retired the title for a while. But he was still down as champion. So yeah. officially, he was Cruiserweight champion for 15 months. Well, there you go. And then they brought it back. And then I think S.A. Rios beat him. Yes, you know your history. Yeah, yep. So there you go. I liked Jose Rios. Shame he couldn't speak much English. But that's obviously uh, when Lita debuted as well. Indeed, they were both very good. But wasn't Jose Rios wrestling under another name in one of the WrestleManias? That's the one. Yeah, WrestleMania 14, when he was apparently 15. Was he, Was he? Probably not. Probably not, no. Um... So they, he, looked, he looked a fuckload older than seventeen when he debuted as S.A. Rios. Yes, definitely. Okay, Mike. Yes. Obviously, wrestling's house of horrors. I'd like to interest you. That, interestingly, though, in in the whole of wrestling, well, mainstream, let's say TNA and WWE. Yeah. In your opinion, 
This is just a. It's more me actually wondering rather than thinking through. What is the most un, the most undervalued title? The one you think you personally care about least? Oh, that I care about least. Yes, I think it's going to be more of a personal question because things like that are very subjective, aren't they? But what one? What title does Mike care about least? Um, I am probably going to go with, it's, it's, a, it's a WW, oh, no, 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 I've got one. What is it? It's the TNA Women's Tag Team Championship. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think, I think, I think we're, I think we're on, we're on to a winner there. Because it's so bad, I, you care about it so little, you forget it exists. Well, yeah, and oh, it's it's pretty, it's pretty bad. It seems it does seem more intermittent than any cruiserweight championship WWE has ever had. You know? Yeah, I mean, what? Just why? They never had enough divas to start it in the first place. No, why? No, I completely agree. Why did they do it? And uh, you know, had they actually not got sacked their divas and actually kept the awesome Kongs and the Gail Kims, etc. Uh, yeah. Then yeah, arguably with all the women they've they've had, if you didn't lose any, you could probably have one about now if you had all that talent. But as you said, they don't. The women's division, who cares? What were you going to say before the tag, the women's tag team TNA division <laughs> belt? Even say that again, love. What were you going to say before the TNA women's belt, uh, as in tag team belt? Before that, I was actually leading toward the WWE tag team championship. <laughs> it, it seems tag teams. Uh, just uh, not very good at the moment anyway, doesn't it? It's a bit weird. I mean, it, it's kind of cool now that Ot- Otunga and Cena have it. Unless, yeah. something, unless something's happened. Oh, no, they, they, they don't, do they? It's no. uh, thingy. It's good, yes. Yes, Slater and uh, Tarver, is it? Possibly. No. I'm not turd. Turder. No, um, yeah. So, there you go. They've... I mean, they buried that title. Uh, Divas title. What do you Is think that about? your choice? Uh, yes, because I think Michelle McCall has it. Oh, she does. She does. Well, she has it slash Layla. Yeah, which brings me to... I mean, Layla is actually quite good in the ring. They should really uh, make Michelle McCall her manager. Oh, that would make... You see, on paper, that would make so much more sense. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do you think uh, it mainstream, as in like a, a regular wrestler, Michelle McCall's belongs in the WWE Pod's House of Horrors? Michelle McCall in oh, yes, why not? Well, I'm, you know, I mean, considering how much she does wrestle and how crap she is, yeah. Pirata, she deserves to be in our House of Horrors, Mike. I think Pro Rata. Yeah, as in like, say like you've got um, you know one of the um, like new NXT girls are probably worse than Michelle McCall, but they've yeah. been plucked out of almost obscurity and put in a ring where Michelle McCall, she's got the Undertaker as a husband now, and look yeah. how much time and look how much they pushed her and look how shit she is. That's what I mean. It's bizarre, isn't it? Undertaker and Michelle McCall. Are, let's be honest, not because Michelle McCall, but purely because the Undertaker will be, like, WWE's, like, power couple backstage at the moment, right? Or one of them. Yeah. And she, in this power couple, gets more TV time than he does. 
Yes, and uh, well, I mean, well, I know, I know, obviously, that's because Undertaker's like you know, rather old now. But on again, on paper, that's fucked. Yes, it, it, it is a bit fucked. And talking about the Undertaker, there are rumours he he's injured at the moment. Hence, there is? the Undertaker. Hence, he lost the buried alive match at Breaking Rights. Well, he's he's he was meant to win it, I think, I believe. Oh, was he supposed to win it originally? I th- I, that's why. Well, that's that's if the rumours are to be believed, and he's apparently uh, in possibly injured. Uh, that's what Meltzer was uh, saying in one of his radio shows, basically saying that there's a tiny chance he might not make WrestleMania. I can't see that happening though. Hmm. Do we do we know what this injury could be? No, I don't. To be honest, um, we know CM Punk's injured. Uh, I'm not sure if I did know that, or, or did I? And Rey Mysterio has an inner ear infection, which stops him wrestling and flying and taking bumps. There you go. Is it a balance thing? Possibly. Because it, it sounds a bit it's mad, fun. doesn't it? Because uh, sorry. No, carry on. Sorry. Yes, my mate Darren, who's a wrestling fan, he had like a problem with his ear, and so he like had to take a day off work. And when you first hear that, it you seems think, ridiculous. What? Yeah. My ear, my ears a bit bleak. Sorry, boss. Like, you'd be great if you could, if you ring them up and say, "Sorry, boss. I can't be in today. I got a problem with my ear. You got a problem with your ear? Sorry." Yeah, <laughs> that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? That would be brilliant. There was my my friend Daryl, my very best friend. What's well, so Darren uh, uh, had this idea of one day ringing up and saying, "Boss, <laughs> I've got SARS," and just hanging up the phone. <laughs> Excellent. Um. <laughs> so, so, so Rey Mysterio's got a funny ear. Uh, Undertaker's broken his funny bone. Well, yeah, and this is the, uh, obviously he's just recently come back from injury or a rest, doesn't he? Well, he does have a lot of rests. He, yeah, he, he, he likes his six-month rest post-WrestleMania these days. Can you imagine that, right? Because he's, 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 he's like 48 now, right? Yeah. My dad is six is is like sixty one, right? If, if, imagine if he took six months off work. Yes, it would be bad, wouldn't it? It'd be pretty bad. I mean, I mean, basically, just you would have to have the most unbelievable power and draw to be able to take six months off, not just once every year. My God! No, I, yeah, I, I know it's. But then again, um. There will be cleaners in the WWE who have who've been there, who, who are there more of the year than he is. Undertaker comes back. Goes, Sorry, who are you again? Oh right. Oh yes, yes, the big fellow. Your yeah. wife's in the your wife's in the corner, sucking me off. <laughs> I don't know oh. where. So <laughs> um... because of you, right? A little while ago, we were doing a podcast, and I got an image in my head. Oh no. Of Michelle McCall sucking off the Undertaker. Well, well, to be honest, it wasn't necessarily the Undertaker because from the angle my brain did it, you couldn't see who it was. But it, was, it could, sorry, it could have been any blonde. No, no, no. It was definitely Michelle McCall. Oh, okay. I said it could have been any bloke. Oh, it could have been any bloke. Who, so if it's not the Undertaker, who would it be? Brock Lesnar. Oh, sorry. Well, did you hear about um, Undertaker and Brock Lesnar's altercation allegedly? At the UFC pay-per-view, basically, uh, 
Undertaker was there. Brock Lesnar just lost the championship. Under, no. he, went up to, he went up to Undertaker, and the Undertaker basically like, "Do you want to? Do you want to do it?" The rumours allegedly being that Meltzer's uh, been talking about Lesnar versus Undertaker at WrestleMania, which it's not going to happen because Lesnar's yeah. under contract. But they're they're stirring something up. Yeah. And interestingly, Undertaker he was interviewed by uh, a mixed martial art journalist, and he was obviously that's very rare, isn't it? He called him the Undertaker, but he was obviously out of character, wasn't he? Hmm. Talking about so, talking about MMA. And Undertaker doing an interview as a whole is obviously incredibly rare. Yes, yeah, definitely out of a out of character. Um, so, oh, and obviously another another topical news thing, which I I reckon we could add to WWE Pod's House of Horrors, being yeah. the <laughs> wrestling's biggest waste of money ever. Especially in hindsight, what do you think I'm going on about, Mike? I think I can guess. Yes, yes. Um, you know, fifty million pounds. I mean, that's oh, that's no. more than some Euro millions get. Absolutely wasted. I'm talking about Linda McMahon's campaign. She lost. Yep. Uh, she did lose. How? By I mean, a lot. Uh, it wasn't an amazing amount, but it was still a lot. Then again, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really down with the politics too much. Okay. Um, but yeah, she lost. I'll, I'll try and find out how much by. I mean, I mean, I, so because I heard, I don't know. I've not been following this mini American election or whatever it was, but I know that apparently the Republicans did really well because everyone's a bit against Obama at the moment. So Republicans did really well, but Linda McMahon managed to lose. Yes, Linda McMahon managed to lose. Um, people are saying, I think wrongly, that this now McMahon's campaign is over. Yeah, and people are saying basically that could be the end of PGWWE, which I don't think is the case because of their toy deal with Mattel being the reason behind the PG. Would you put WWE's idea of putting PG into their House of Horrors? Yes. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've got, actually, surely, if not the next show, the one after, our, yeah. our three-year anniversary show where we're going to fix wrestling. And I imagine we'll get more into that. But in terms of ideas, I mean, you look at the product now. We, we've talked by rates before, haven't we, Mike? Everything's going down. Uh, yeah. PG-related, potentially? I mean, basically, I mean, I don't really understand why, I mean... They never had this problem with Jack's Pacific. No, no, they didn't. And, uh, well, I mean, it's a fact that during the Attitude Era, I've said it here, I've said it before, I'll say it again, more kids watched it, you know, on a, on a percentage basis as well. There were more young kids than there are now watching it. So, be that what well, you will. Prorata. Yeah, prorata, the word, the word of the day. Now, I mean, let, let's, I mean, do you want to delve now into, into wrestling's past? I mean, dear me, I mean, someone's actually put... put what they think their list of the top five worst things in wrestling are. Oh, who's done this? Well, uh, <laughs> a bloke. I just put everything. I just typed in worst of wrestling, the all-time worst moments of wrestling by uh, Rimrod, the name. Rip. Yes. Rip. Rimrod? He says top, top five, but no particular order. He's got Undertaker versus Yokozuna for the WWF Championship cut match at Royal Rumble 1994 in a casket. 
I've not seen that match, I'll be honest. Um, Amate goes in to the casket and then rises up from the flames, I believe. Uh, and he's seen on the tri- he's seen on the Titatron. That sounds quite cool. Yes, it, it, I don't. I wouldn't put that as as the worst thing. It's a it's a nice thing. And let's be honest, wrestling was cheesy in in, in the mid nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I tell you what. If we're now going to start this off properly, as it were. Oh, by the way. Yeah. R- said Rimrod. Yes. Have you ever heard the story of Roddy Piper and the Bear? No. When he wrestled the bear. You're gonna love this. Oh yeah. Everyone, gather round. I know I have one of those radio-friendly voices, so I'm told, which is handy. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's story time with Mike. So that we need music for that, doesn't it? It does. Uh, uh, oh, you're looking for some? No, I, no, you're the music man here, because of the way my mic That's is... I'm, got, the music, I'm the music man here tonight, okay? Mike uh, is the music man until... Let's see. Uh, uh, oh, okay, yeah, this might work. Ladies and gentlemen, gather round, grab your mothers, grab your wives, and let's see what we can find. Ladies and gentlemen, now then, will this work? Story time with Mike. Very good, Mike. You think this works? Well, they're saying, shush, be quiet, please sit down. <laughs> that just that just sounds like he's about to rape someone. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, story time with Mike. A young Roddy Piper was wrestling probably in Canada, where he started off. Uh, yep. he, started, uh, he started when he was 15, I believe. All right. And, yep. Uh, and basically, he was set to, as happened in those days, uh, as you probably all know, was going to wrestle a bear. Okay? And uh, he met the bear, for lack of a better term, and he was fucking huge. Right? Seven foot tall, 600 pounds, enormous. Oh my god. And unlike the big show, he could move quickly at that size. Okay, so he met this bear, and then the bear obviously had like a handler, you know, this massive chain, kind of. And it gets to later on, and they have the match, right? And uh, Ronnie Piper is standing on one side of the ring, and the bear is in the other. Like, it, well, probably inside, in the corners. And the handler whisp- uh, uh, comes round to see Ronnie Piper for a second, and pats him on the back and says, you know, good luck, mate. Kind of thing. Goes round, you know, releases the bear. And they start off. And I know this is... And this... Is, I actually heard Roddy Piper say this himself. So, you know, that's where it's is from. And uh, they start wrestling. And uh, the bear starts, like, moving his nose. Like, he's sniffing something. Okay? Uh-huh. And Roddy Piper's like, what's that smell? And what he doesn't realise is that the handler wasn't just patting Roddy Piper on the back of the shorts... He was applying honey oh my God. to the back of Roddy Piper's shorts. Oh dear. Fairly quickly, as you can imagine, the bear gets Roddy Piper down on the mat, <laughs> turns him over, and starts looking for the honey. 
he gets his nose to where the honey is and rips Roddy Piper's shorts clean off. <laughs> but unfortunately, keeps looking for the honey. No! Oh, no. To put it simply, Roddy Piper was rimmed by a bear. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a true story. What a line. Roddy Piper was rimmed by a bear. <laughs> That's going to be in the best of mic, that one. Yes, it has to be. It has to be. Um, <laughs> it was, it's just the fact that the guy was called Rimrod. It could be the bear. It, yes, yeah, it could It could be the... It may well be the bear. Well, it could be a bear with a Twitter account. <laughs> definitely. Absolutely. Um... I don't really know. I don't really know what to say after that, Mike. I do. What? Mike, story time. Shh. Be quiet, please sit down. Oh <laughs> I'm about to rape you. I'm about to. <laughs> um. Okay. And on that note, if we're going to do this properly. We need a little segue into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. It is time for the House of Horrors. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. I sound like a bloke from X Factor. Oh, yeah. You sound a bit like, actually, the referee from Gladiators when it was around. Gladiator, you will go away. Yes, and they did, didn't they? Um, and they did. <laughs> okay. It was a great... It, the thing is, I was about probably 10 or 11 when that show was... It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. Saturday nights were amazing. Baywatch, Gladiators, women. See, even my dad watched. I know why. I know now why. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. The thing is, I sort of missed out on Baywatch. I never really saw it. Obviously, if I'd known about it at the time, I'm sure I would have watched it, you know, but Pamela Anderson in her prime, lovely. I still think think she's rather tasty now. Really? Yeah, I would. I quite quite like the slightly older lady, especially when they look like that. Apart from the head B. Didn't she have hepatitis? Oh, yes, you got hepatitis C, yeah. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Called it off Tommy Lee. Then again, who hasn't called hepatitis off Tommy Lee at some point? Do you think... Yeah, no, true. Um, so, so, there you go. Uh, uh, well, I've, I've got I've got a number one. I've got my first talking point up. When you're ready. I'm ready. I'll just think... I wonder if Linda McMahon has ever been with Tommy Lee. Oh, I don't know. Does Linda McMahon have hepatitis C... And that's why she lost? Yes, that's why she lost. You know what? I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah, it's it, going to be interesting to see what Vince is actually going to do in the next Raw. Obviously, you know, he, he won't like the fact that his wife lost and they wasted £50 million. He kind of made jokes about it and almost admitted defeat, really, uh, in his little segment on Raw. What did he say? Uh, he was in a coma... And basically, as Freddie Prince Jr. was there, being the doctor, and he basically said, oh, uh, you know, uh, um, about your wife spending 50 million on, you know, 
running for Senate, and he obviously woke out, came out of the coma very quickly. And then he basically said, oh, uh, what's, up, what's happened to Nexus? He said, they're still around. He said, I thought John Cena was going to get rid of him. He said, no, he's joined him. He's like, well, my goodness, next he's going to tell me Brian Dan- Daniel Bryan's the US champion. And he went, well, yeah, he actually is. He's like, oh, my God. So This is quite a surreal segment, I admit. Yeah, and, and he got up, and he basically said, and he basically had uh, a vote for Blumenthal, like uh, um, Linda's... Linda's uh, rival in in the election uh, on his ass, basically. You know, his um, banner on his bum as Vince McMahon got up to have a shit. Okay. And then it, it went to Stephanie McMahon waking up in her bed saying, I just had the worst dream. My dad's come out of coma and Triple H said, no, no, he's not in a... You heard Triple H's voice say, no, he's he's in a coma. He's Don't worry, your, your dad's still brain dead. And that was it. Yes, exactly. Um, Are you high? No, I'm not high. That's that. Go and watch. That is exactly what happened. You see, I ended up. I was at the theatre last night. Yes. And I, I couldn't get back to Orpington anyway from school because of the tube strike. So I stayed over at a mate's flat, at well, friend's house, and uh, so I couldn't get back to watch Raw. And this is what I missed. It's great, isn't it? Apart from the last... It sounds amazing. Apart from the last line, don't worry, he's still brain dead. Yes, and you heard Triple H's voice uh, do that. Say that. Wow. I know. Uh, yes, uh, and to, you, it does sound... If someone, would, if someone told me and I hadn't seen it, I'd have thought, what, really? What the fuck? You know? It sounds very 2003. Yeah, it, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen, though. Uh, on the next Raw. That's why I'm intrigued. Or, what, do you think he'll mention it or do you think he'll sweep it under the rug? It's, it's Vince. He's going to have to mention it, isn't he? Yeah, but the thing is, if he's now supposedly in a coma... Well, he's out of it now, but is he still in it? I didn't know he was in a coma because he was doing all that stand-up for WWE stuff. All, all those videos. So, I, you know, what the hell? So if that wasn't Vince McMahon, who was it? Yeah, supposedly he's in a coma from what the what NXT did to him, you know? But obviously he's not. But now he is. I don't understand. It's confusing. Vince Russo's working for, for WWE. It's the only thing I can think of. And in the middle of his coma, he got up to have a shift. Yes, he did. Can you do that? I've never been in a coma. No. No, he, well, he woke up, talked and everything. So he came out of his coma, but then Stephanie made out she was dreaming it. I don't understand. It sounds like when he woke up, he was bizarrely coherent. Wrestle crap moment of the year, potentially, I think. And as soon as you describe that, that sketch, I thought of wrestle crap. Well, yes. Um, and let's... Uh, <laughs> moving on from one crazy thing to the yeah, next. We've, yeah, we've kind of gone off topic a bit. So, let's try this again. <laughs> okay. I'll mention one word to you, Mike. Wrestling's yeah. House of Horrors. Yeah. Oklahoma. Ah, Ed Ferrara. Yeah, well, what's your opinion on that? Well, this is again one where when I watched it, I was young and innocent. But now? Now, it's a bit mad. And it's almost quite offensive. Oh, yeah. it's very... It, all, it, all it always was, it. but... It all, it all depends, right, on your sense of humour. 
Because the idea, because if I was 11 and knew about Jim Ross's uh, Bell's Palsy, and and Ed Fowler comes out and says, sorry, everyone, it's my palsy, I'd have been stunned. Now, is it wrong that a tiny bit of me found it hilarious? You're evil. I am evil. You're evil. I think it's a shocking. Poor old... Yeah, you know, if he was taking the piss about, about Vince... I think it'd be right because Jim Ross is this beloved character in the wrestling business that not only gets the mick taken out of him by uh, by a second-rate announcer, but he also gets the mick taken out of him by Vince McMahon quite constantly backstage. You know the fact that um, they taken obviously his announcing out of the intro to WWE's events. You know that the WWE logo when it comes up and stuff. You know. Oh uh, yeah. And, and and they've taken him off TV wrongly. I might you know very wrongly. Yeah. Uh, so. I, that's why I think it. I can't. I get. I get very upset. It's a very why. I, I would like to know like, if they were going to pick any WWE character to lampoon. Why Jim Ross? You know. Yes. It's a bit odd, and 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 I know. So I go backtracking here because, to be honest, I'm starting to agree with you after what you just said. Why? Yeah, here's why. Why Jim Ross? Yeah. <laughs> they could take the piss out of Jerry Lawler for the fact that he still wore his King costume. Yes, they, and... could, they could take the piss out of what was what was silly. They could take the what was, what was silly in like in like the in like end of ninety nine, early two thousand. What was silly then? End of ninety nine. Well, well, yeah, Gilbert then, and then we've already spoken about Gilbert. What else was silly? Yeah, yeah but but because they still had Goldberg, they couldn't have Goldberg, and then as a psychic to Goldberg, Gilbert. Gilbert too, who was a copy of Gilbert, who was a copy of Goldberg. True. Having said that, if TNA this could, they would. Ferrari, having said that, this was Ed Ferrara and Vince Russo. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I can't really think of it. I can't really think of it. Just, yeah, I mean, all right. Ladies um, and gentlemen, our first, I will, I'm going to go with you here, our first introduction to the WWE pod House of Horrors is... Oklahoma! <laughs> there you go. I mean, from 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 whoa, a gimmick, you know, from the from the late nineties, early noughties, as some people are saying, to perhaps a more recent one, Mike. Um, I have one thing. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with your mic? It keeps going fuzzy. Does it really? Yeah, it sounds very weird from my end. It sounds. Yeah, now it's going crazy. Now it's going crazy. Oh, no, it's all right now. It's all right now. Excellent, okay. Fantastic. We've had a half an hour of potential mic problems. So, worst case scenario... There's always mic problems on this show. Yes, there there always is. So, potentially, um, welcome to the show, if this last half an hour has been absolutely rubbish, uh, just in terms of editing. WWE Pod's House of Horrors, Oklahoma, if you've just joined us, has just been inducted to the House of Horrors... By Mr. Chalkley. Yes. So. <laughs> so. Second up, you were starting on one. Go on, Mr. Kelly. Uh, well, for, from one thing in the past to um, mm-hmm. the Boogeyman. Ah, the Boogeyman. Interesting choice. He was the Boogeyman and he was coming to get you. Now, the Boogeyman... As a gimmick, there's been worse. As a wrestler, there hasn't. 
He was shite, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Uh, do you know how old he was? Uh, he, he is quite old, actually. He was like four, he, he was like forty-three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an interesting gimmick. It was kind of funny. Um, eating the worms was okay, gross, but shows commit <sighs> shows commitment to his art. Well, it, it just reminds me of the modern day. He's gonna puke. You know, he's gonna puke. That's great, isn't it? Ah, uh, God bless. Uh, it was draws, wasn't it? Poor, yes. Poor fucker. Yes, poor fucker. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, quickly. Um, yeah, the, the, the... Oh, no, I'm not going to say that joke. The boogeyman was basically... As you say, I, he, he, faced, he faced Booker T, for Christ's sake, at WrestleMania. I know. Faced JBL at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he was at a WrestleMania in a... You know, mediumly built match, let's say. Against a really, really good guy. Yes. Bit of a waste, don't you think? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. I don't think we have much of an argument on this one. Ladies and gentlemen, into the WW Pod House of Horrors. The Boogeyman! I sounded a bit like Blakey from On the Buses. Blakey from On the Buses? Did you ever see On the Buses? No, I'm afraid I didn't, Mike. I'm sorry. He sort of talked a bit like this. Oh, excellent. I hate you, Harold! That's one for the 60s, set for the 70s sitcom wrestling fan. <laughs> Well, to put it another way, two of them. One's prob- one of them's me. One of them's you. Surely not. All right, three then. <laughs> three. Now then, if we are talking about dodgy gimmicks, we have to mention him because this is going to be so controversial. But we need people's opinion. You ready? Yep. You there, Mike? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh yes! Oh my God! Our old friend! No! Oh dear! Oh Mike, why? <laughs> he had to get a mention. He did, didn't he? He did. He did. Of course, he did. The man that just won't leave us alone, Mike. He just will not go away. No, definitely not. Hang on a second. Yep. We have a challenger. A challenger? A challenger. Here comes a new challenger in the terms of Street Fighter 2. Who is it? Oh my god. I I don't really know what to say, Mike. (laughs) 
the ghosts of WCW gimmicks are starting to emerge. Oh dear. Disco Inferno and Ernest the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, it- um, <laughs> well, talking about, I think this is WCW. I'm Go not sure. on. The Shockmaster, remember? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a man that had a, a stormtrooper's helmet and fell <laughs> fell through the cardboard. A stormtrooper. Yep. On his and did he have? Did he have? Did he really have a run after that, or did they just can it? I think they they must have just canned it. I mean, come on, you know that's just yeah, they canned it. Okay, fair enough. Dusty Rhodes apparently created that gimmick. I, I I'm bet, not I surprised. A, you're not. I bet he's a proud man. So so um, Boogeyman, House of Horrors. Yeah, we said yes. Shockmaster. Well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa. We, 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 need to, we need to look at this one carefully. We need to look at this one carefully. Because the Disco Inferno is a gimmick that's so nonsensical. Oh, yeah. It almost works. I see. I, I, I wouldn't want to put him into the House of Horrors. Because he's a mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, because he's a guest on our show. He's like the, the, the third person on our show, Mike. That's true. And we're going to hurt his feelings. Oh, uh, we can't hurt his feelings. No, well, no, I, no, definitely not. Well, I tell you what, if if the if the Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilberti, is not going to go in to the, uh, I was going to say WCW then, uh, to the WW Pod House of Horrors, we need something to go in its place. Okay. Okay, something, because I think WCW should be represented. Okay. Yep. So when you think about WCW, bad gimmicks, or just very strange events, I think I've got one. Excellent. Give me a clue. Here it is. Nope, you have to turn it up. I can't turn it up. It's not loud enough. So I tell you what. But I, all right, fine, ladies and gentlemen, I will recreate it with. Oh, hang on, I'll do this one. Okay, uh, hang on. Da, 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 da. Okay, the scene is set. The scene it is, is set. a match for the World Heavyweight Championship. And, ladies and gentlemen, listen yep. very carefully. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I, I I had a feeling it was that. If you couldn't hear it, ladies and gentlemen, it is the passing of the torch of WCW. <laughs> you really call it the passing of the torch, David well, Arquette? Passing it, of torch, passing of something. Yeah, a load the of passing shit. Passing of the torch from Jeff Jarrett. Oh, well, yeah, actually, from one to David yes. Arquette. <laughs> Oh dear. Thing um, is, well, you, yeah, the carry thing on. is though, yeah. The thing is though, every podcast talks about this, yeah. so I don't think we should. No, so 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 you're not putting it into the House of Horrors. I'm not putting it into the House of Horrors. Do you know what I'm going to put into the House of Horrors? What? 
it's let's see now. I want WCW to be represented, but quite frankly, WCW's booking was so weird at times. Nothing stands out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, well, it's a bit like what TNA is today, Mike. Almost. Yes. The the main events at NWO and some of WCW's moments were amazing. Oh yeah. But the whole mid card gimmick was wrestling wise great, but gimmick wise wrestling's finest Wade full of shit. Oh yeah. Um I mean it had some it had some good 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 it had good uh, good things in, like the cruiserweights. It had amazing moments sometimes. You know, my, my idol Chris Jericho and his 1,001 holds or whatever. 1,004. Apologies, 1,004 holds. So, so I tell you what, the result of this debate is this. The WCW entrance into WW Pods, House of Horrors. Ba, 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 ba. He's looking okay. for it, boys and girls. Yeah, I'm looking for it now. There you go. There's the rundown. Oh, my dog's wandered in. Hey, Smudge. <laughs> oh, hello. Yep. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mike. Hello. Uh, I think I found it. He, he's found it. Ladies and gentlemen, entering... The WW pod. <laughs> so bad it's good. Yep. You ready? Yep. So bad it's good. Come on, Mike. You, you keep us in suspense. I'm here. I'm here. I, 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 can't, I, I can't take it no longer. I know you can't take it any longer. Here it is. I like country music. Oh I like country girls. I like Willie Nelson. And don't forget about pearls. There's only one thing that I hate, because it's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. Oh, dear. Everyone. Jamie to Penny's still the king. Yeah, they call me a redneck, but you know that's a beautiful thing. There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap There's only one thing that I hate Oh, there's a solo here, fuck There's <laughs> only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap there's only one thing that I hate. It's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. That's <laughs> crap. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The entrance is... Can you tell what it is yet? No. Our trail has led us to... Drum roll, please. 
Dennis Rodman in WCW. Oh my god, no. Yeah, that's in. Straight away. Dominic Pods, House of Horrors, Rodman. Because it was gonna be rapper's crap, honestly god it was. But we got halfway through it and I thought, no, this is brilliant. Yes. So, so you swerved us, you Vince Russo'd us, Mike. I did. So, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Dennis uh, Rodman in WCW. Turned up, feather boa, put on a dress, wanked somebody off, got a contract. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Rodman in WCW enters the WW pod House of Lies. 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 Yes. Oh, well. Uh, so. I I, I, that's going to be hard to top, Mike. That is going to be. I, I have got a suggestion already for the next one. Excellent. What's that? Da, 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 da. It's a modern one. Oh, oh, well, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. A modern one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Wrestlelicious. Oh, how you can't put that in there. That's, that's got the best theme tune ever. Wrestlelicious, baby. To the mad bit of hugs and kisses, because Cousin Casey is Wrestlelicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's great. They're, they're, they're better actors than half the WWE roster. That's true. I mean, you look at that, Mike. You just look at the intro to WrestleLicious. There's there's more charisma there than possibly the whole of the WWE main event scene. I mean, look at, look, look at Randy Orton. So you're comparing Randy Orton to Dracula, the Queen of the Night. Well, who do you rather watch? Fair point. Excellent. Well, Lacey Von Eric cannot sing. No. But, frankly, who cares? <laughs> yes. So, so are we, are we going to put WrestleMania into our House of Horrors? Ooh. Well, it is shit. Yes, it is. I mean, but I've seen a few episodes. Sorry? I've seen some episodes. It is, it is terrible. It is shocking. It's shockingly bad, isn't it? Yes. But you seem to be unsure. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit unsure. I mean, you, you could possibly put it in, but then again, you put, you know, it, it, it may, I've seen, I've seen um, the episodes, and hand on my heart, I know I'm probably biased. It does make more sense than some most, well, most of TNA storylines. Well, I tell you what, then, if we're a bit unsure about Wrestlelicious, let's go down the women's wrestling tact. And suggest something else to rival Wrestlelicious. This is an oldie. Oh, what's this? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh, my God. It's Glow! That's the yep. That can go in instead. I'm quite happy. Glow enters WW Pod's House of Horrors. Mike, do do the noise. Do the noise. 
Well, you, you want it to go in? Oh, it has to, doesn't it? Good God. Yes. Good, yes. Basically. But at the same time, my dad liked it. Your dad liked it? My dad used to like it. But the thing is, I'm starting to realise why. Because cause when you're young... When you're young, you never entertain... When you're young, you never entertain the idea of your father getting an erection. And then... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I like that. When you're young, you never entertain the idea of your father getting an erection. I I say a lot of weird things on this show. It's great, Mike. Yeah, but they are very funny. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you what: we've got Wrestlelicious, we've got the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. What third women bazaarness can we throw in? Uh, the Divas Championship belt. The Divas Championship the vagina belt, Mike. The vagina belt. There yes. is that. Yes, the belt that looks like a vagina. Wow, that's a classic, that is. It, yes. It does, I'm I, telling you. Well, sort of. Yeah, I mean, think of one, just just think of one really close up. A really close up vagina. Shaved vagina. Yeah, yeah I guess so. But the thing is, most of my vagina experiences, they've not been shaved. Ah, well. Had they been, perhaps I could offer more on the subject. Well, I think... Potentially, we, we we'll do some googling after the show. Ah, so, so to, to help Mike understand. Do you have a shaven vagina? Yes. Email us at oh www.podcast at googlemail.com, and you will understand. I can, we can't do it on the show. Um, we, we we do want to remain on TPS Radio and iTunes. So there you go. Uh, we're not going to do it on the show, or are we? No. No, we're not going to do it on the show, okay. <laughs> That'd be shocking. So, we've got Glow. We've Having got said that, yeah. one of, our, one of my, one of my favourite uh, my favorite, um, gimmick uh, interactive th- things we did in the show was that wrestlers that looked like things, remember? I do remember, yes. Yes, Edge being a goat, for example. Edge looked like a goat, he yes. Did, didn't he? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Sorry? Anyway, apologies. Um, okay, there you go. We've got, we've got Glow. Wrestlelicious and the Divas and, Championship and belt. The Divas Championship that looks a bit like a vagina. Yes, the vagina belt. Um, I've got Ladies, one. I don't oh, know if yeah, you remember go it. Go on. The 1995, debuted in January 1995, uh, Mantar. Oh. Mantar. I mentioned this the other week. Yeah, I mean, this is someone. How can you be half Minotaur, half man? What is a it, Minotaur? I've said it before. A Minotaur is half man, half bull or something. So how can you be half man, half Minotaur? Well, you, you can, can't. it just sounds yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but it makes you three quarters man, doesn't it? it yeah, I, well, yes, it does. It, 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 yes, it does. So basically, we're going with that because it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, here we go. Fantastic quote. Exactly why he has to go in. On Wikipedia, on January the 7th, 1995, episode of Superstars of Wrestling, Halleck uh, debuted in the WWF as Mantar, where he debuted, where he defeated, sorry, Jobber, Walter Snow. The Mantar character saw Halleck dressed as a bull and perform antics, including charging, mauling, and... Mooing at opponents. Mooing. Yes. I think. I think. I think it's a no-brainer now, really, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, entering the WW Pod House of Horrors, 
Manta! Fantastic. Go, and he goes in wearing... Yep. The Divas Championship belt! Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so we have got um, Dennis Rodman. Yep. The Divas belt. Yep. Mantor, or however you want to pronounce it, Mantar sort of thing. Yep. Uh, what, was, what was the first one? Uh, oh, oh, we didn't do it officially. We did say Linda McMahon's fifty million pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, Linda McMahon's political career. <laughs> there you go. Topical discussion. And now then, just a couple more, I think. Well, actually, we could do this forever. But, ladies and gentlemen, something that's crossed my mind. Yep. If I can find it. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. So, we're putting the great Carly, are we? I'm thinking the great Carly is is the contender for a new category. Okay. Gimmicks, we are talking WWE Modern Classics. WWE Modern Classics. Which includes the great Carly. The great Carly. Next up, we have... Yep. Oh, Hornswoggle! Oh, you, you're putting poor Hornswoggle in? No, he's just a, con- he's just a contender. He's just a contender. Oh, a so contender. Just because he's small doesn't mean he's cute. He might be a bastard. I see. See what I mean? Well, if we're, if we're... Yep, okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. And let's see now. Who else is going to join... This list of WWE modern classics. Oh, I've got one. Yep. But it's from the future. Okay. From the future? From the future. Okay. No, not that one. Not that one. (laughs) I I actually fucked that up. Oh, Mike. No buys. Hulk Hogan's not going into the the House of Horrors. Well, if it was him as a booker, perhaps, but, you know. Oh, that's a thought. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. I'll just do this one from the future, and then I can hear one in your mind. You do the next one. Okay. Let's see now. Uh, uh, let's see now. Oh, this will be good. Yep. Listen to this and see if you know what I'm referring to. Oh, oh where's it gone? Okay, here we go. It's, I don't know what what um, quality this would be. Hi, I'm Ron the Turkeys, and this is fucking retarded. <laughs> That's not actually what I had in mind. But moving on, um, <laughs> I'll try this one. Okay. Maybe this video. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've all heard about this. The song that you can hear in the background at the moment is the very lovely America the Beautiful. But yes. do you know who is set to sing it at WrestleMania next year? Well, the rumours, the rumours are a mass. Don't say it. Don't say it yet. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be, rumours have it, That's right. As we discovered on Wrestle and WWE Pod last week, the worst kind of cunt, Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh dear. Justin Bieber is heavily rumored. If I've heard, he signed to sing the national anthem at the next WrestleMania. Well, if that if that if that that rumor is is the case, he's he's going in straight away. He's number one. If that if that is if that happens, it's number one, Mike. We are predicting the future. He sounds like a woman, doesn't he? He sounds like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right? Yeah. I don't want to turn on MTV or whatever and see a story about fourteen-year-old love. You know what I mean? No, what do they know about love? Yeah, for a start, they don't know anything. No, they're, 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 second... exactly. What do they know? So, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're agreed on this one. Yes. Justin Bieber. Whatever his name is. Justin Bieber, welcome to the WW Pod house. Of horrors. You didn't even give him much of a build-up, oh. did you? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Does, does he deserve even a build-up? Oh, Go that's on. a good That's a good point, actually. You know, I mean, we're not passionately into him. It's a, you know, I'm quite proud of some of our entries, like uh, like the mantars of the world and the glows of the world, you know, and and the uh, failed election campaigns. But this guy, it, it, it saddens me, Mike. You know, you're actually right. Justin Bieber, you are not even good enough for that lightning strike that I set off by accident. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you will hear the following. Ladies and gentlemen, as Justin Bieber is flushed out of the WW Pods House of Horrors, I thank you very, very much when you hear the following. That was bollocks! <laughs> that sound effect was total shite. It wasn't even that funny a gag. No. <laughs> Basically, Justin Bieber's a twat. Let's but, move on. James, your turn. Um, wow. Well, okay. Give me, if I said to you, uh, if I said to you I need my wisdom tooth out, who would you call? A failed... Wrestling gimmicks, Mike. I'd call Isaac Yankum. Well done. <laughs> there you go. Dr. Isaac Yankum. I don't know too much about this guy. In terms of, I know it wasn't a good gimmick. I don't know much about him either. All I, It was Kane, wasn't it? 
Yes. It, be- yeah, Kane before he became Kane. The ladies and gentlemen, Isaac Yankin, check this out. The World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. This is the theme tune of Isaac Yankum. Really? The oh things you can find on the internet are amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And uh... <laughs> just for that, he has to go in. That's a dentist drill it? as a theme tune. That's terrible. It is shocking, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen. And people, this is your world heavyweight champion. Oh, God. Good point. <laughs> It just shows what a gimmick can do, or not do. Yes. Oh, I've got one. Oh, yeah. Uh, focus. Oh, shut up, would you? Let's see. Uh, I think this is the one. It's got to be here somewhere. Oh, blah, 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 blah. In the mid nineties, yeah, there was a female wrestler, yeah, who wasn't exactly, who didn't look an awful lot like the ones of today. <laughs> Obviously, now then, it's got to be on here somewhere. I, I I actually copied it out one time. Let's see if this one uh, is the one I'm looking for. Oh, oh yes. I love you. I mean, she was actually a good wrestler, wasn't she? Oh, I'm not denying she had skill. But in terms of gimmick, what a failure, you're saying, yeah? It's more the song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It it doesn't quite have that impact like a stone-cold smashing glass, does it? It's not exactly do you smell what the rock is cooking. No. It's just Harvey Whippleman singing this song. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, a double entry. I never thought I'd say that when I'm hearing this music. In to the WW pod. You just got my joke, didn't you? Yes. Into the... (laughs) In to the WWE pod, House of Horrors. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Bertha Faye and Isaac Yanko. Isaac Yankum, boys and girls. You know what? I think I know why he got called Yankum. Because he yanks the teeth out. Have you only just worked this out? Yes. Ah. Ass. Moving on. Um, yes. I didn't say arse, I said arse. No, well, well, I, uh, I said arse. Okay, okay, if I said to you, a fictitious robot police officer is created ah! to fight crime in future Detroit, or to help Sting in the 90s. Robocop in WCW, I hear you say. Yes, Robocop indeed in WCW, fighting crime and helping... Look, I don't understand, he helps Sting, he just he gets out his gun and shoots his opponents. Because that is one cool gun he has in that film. 
Hmm. I, it just, I, I, I can picture it in my head now. And the weird thing is, this is when Dusty Rhodes was in charge, and Dusty was a good booker. Well, Generally. yes. Generally. Generally, apart from the Shockmaster. Oh, good point. And ba- <laughs> good point. And basically, <laughs> I'm losing this battle. <laughs> No, he was. I mean, like he he books. Um, he, he at one point he booked SmackDown, which was really you know recently. Which uh, and SmackDown, many people think is a better book show compared to Raw. So fair play to him. Fair point. But then there was also, as you say, I can put it in my head now. Sting may be losing to the Dungeon of Doom, but here comes RoboCop. Oh dear, what a quote! What the hell was going on there? Um, uh, we'll never know. Robocop. Robocop it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice that they want to promote. I mean, yeah. you know, having said that, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Robocop remake and WWE had Robocop as guest GM. Robocop? Oh, well, imagine Robocop is the raw GM. Oh, dear. Yeah, that, well, there you go. That's a failed gimmick, isn't it? Pretty much. I mean, I mean, you have you have a laptop as the raw GM, a computer, and then ah! Michael Cole kind of going, uh, and I quote the most annoying, annoying words in WWE at the moment. It is bizarre, isn't it? It is I bizarre. Mean, I mean, just part of what's crap about it is they clearly didn't don't have a plan. No. They don't have a plan. See, see, this this would have been a perfect role for Ric Flair or someone like that, you know? Absolutely. So, or, may, or maybe if they ever let William Regal out of jail. He was. He has been re, of recent. I think since Eric Bischoff, he's been the best uh, GM of any show. He's been great. He was really good. He was, uh, and he, he was funny. He he was great, and at one point. Uh, when he was at his peak, before he ruined it for himself, he was, I'd say, in terms of crowd reaction, the biggest heel. He was on his way to being something huge. Yeah, he, and well, he blew it himself, didn't he, William Regal, unfortunately? But... Fortunately. Although he recently signed a new three-and-a-half-year deal. Well, uh, if, if I was, look, how many chances have WWE given the quite clearly, I'm sure we'll talk about it on our anniversary show, failed Randy Orton, you know? So, for goodness sake, doesn't William Regal deserve another chance? He's a better wrestler. Well, he's a better everything. Better at promos. Yeah. I mean, Randy or... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, I've got another one, if you're ready. Of course. It rhymed, kind of rhymes with Candorel. Now, this is a dodgy one. Oh! Now, now the reason why, I, yeah. I've never known a fat vampire. Oh, how mean! <laughs> I don't think I know. Joking, I don't think I could actually put Gangrel in. He was, uh, you know, he's uh, I, I he, he still has more charisma than Randy Orton. The thing is with Gangrel is that I don't remember anything about him in the ring. Nothing. No, apart from he's that bloke with a cool entrance, as it were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, all I remember, apart from his entrance, is. That no, well, yeah, nothing. All members of Goblet Full of Blood in the ring. I can't remember anything. No, oh no, no, nor can I actually. Um, which shows just how memorable old Vampire Warrior, as I believe he came on the independent circuit, was. No, exactly. You know what I think? Um, excuse me, Mike. What do you think? That's right. Up. I think Gangrel 
needed this person as a spokesman. Okay. Mm-hmm. The World Wrestling Federation. Not the whole World, World Wrestling Federation, obviously. That would be a bit weird. Say it. I, I don't know. Remind me who this is from. It rings a bell. I, my mind's going absolutely blank. And you're better at old wrestling than I am. I am. Well, not all the time. I, I think you're a lot better when it comes to remembering the WC, WCW stuff than I am. Oh, fair enough. I love you! Brother love! Oh, my God. Yes, yes. He's going in. Bruce Pritchard. Yes. Now, Bruce Pritchard, I love. But brother love, you I'll leave love. the opinion to you, because you probably know him better than I do. I think I think we can put him in, can't we? You think brother love's going to go in? Yes. Yeah. If we're not, we'll, we'll sacrifice Gangrel not going in for brother love going in, yeah? Okay, that could work. Excellent. Well, it looks like we have a choice on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, a triple induction, I think, with a few we've mentioned. Oh, yes. Is going in the WWE Pod House of Horrors. Brother Love. What, who are the other two? Uh, Isaac Yankum. Yes. And who is the middle one? Fuck, <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Bertha oh. Faye and Harvey Whippleman. No, 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 there you go. Into the WWE pods. House of Horror. Excellent work. And you know what? Yep. It's time for a very special entrance. Okay. A very, very special one. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to put in a man who has had the very good fortune to be a potential inductee to the WW Pod House of Horrors for over a decade. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, pray silence. Oh, the mother of them all! Oh, yes. Somebody go and get their ass kicked. Yes, get their ass fired more like, please. Somebody go and get their ass fired. Exactly, I couldn't have said it better. Oh dear. This... Oh, Mike. I... Bad, isn't it? Yes. You know what? There's some idiot who's put as a comment on the YouTube video of this. Oh, yeah. What about I Mike? I swear WWE needs to do stuff with him. Oh, dear. Well, there has to be, there has to be a, a Vince Russo on a YouTube. On a, that's, that's got to be Vince Russo's YouTube account to comment on that. You reckon that's Vince Russo under the name Reem Mashuko? Yes. 
There you go. We're calling you out, Rima Shuko. Yeah, we've worked out who you are. Exactly. Um, there's, something so... very, there's something very odd on here. Oh, yeah. If this is what I think it is, listen to this. Sorry, the buddy. Listen to this. That's right. Come on, come on, come on. This is the Chipmunks singing Mark Henry's theme tune. You see, that's Buys. It gets even better. All right. It gets even better. Check this one out. Here we go, guys. The silence before the storm. Oh, my God. Oh, I found one you're gonna love. I'm gonna find one that you're gonna thank me for forever. My God. Oh, no. Oh, I'm laughing so much. <laughs> this is Alvin and the Chipmunks singing the theme tune to James's favourite tag team. Oh, I can't stand them. Crime time! Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Oh, dear. Oh, um, Euros, Euros. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was great. I remember. I was, I was there when they did it. You were there, yeah. yeah and I booed. So did the rest of the country. Yes, so did the rest of the country. Um, so from from chipmunk singing, Mike. Yes. Two. Yes. Kind of like Mark Henry, but uh, I think white and longer hair and naked. Getting it yet? I think I do. Friend of the Undertaker. Yes. Who is it, Mike? Is it Naked Midian? It is Naked Midian. <laughs> yes, Naked Midian. It's just some of these gimmicks, right? You think it's like with dashing Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah. I'm actually quite used to that now. I'm all right with that. But when they first came up with it, because the whole point of having a wrestler there is that they can sell merchandise and get the fans behind them and just be brilliant, right? And perform in the ring. Yes. At what point did they think, Midian, when I look at you, (laughs) and I think of you as a potential world champion, you know what I see in you, Midian? (laughs) Naked. I see a 280-pound man and I see nudity. <laughs> it's not, so, so is he? Is he going in? Is he going into the house? Hours, Mike. Yeah, literally. Right. literally. 
he's going into the House of Horrors and he can't borrow my jacket. He is a House jacket. of Horrors. He is a House of Horrors himself and he's not borrowing my jacket. No. Naked video, boys and girls. You know who we've ignored? What? Fake Deezer and Fake Razor? Oh, good point. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a guess. There you go, they're, they're in. We they're don't, in. Really, don't, need, don't really need to say anymore, do we? Um, no, who, who, who was Fake Razor? I don't know. Because wasn't Fake Diesel Kane again? Yes. Let's see now. Da, 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 da. Oh, I've got one. Yep. The Fake Razor also wrestled under the name Big Titan. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know if anyone is going to even recognise the guy's music. <laughs> Carry on. It was so bad. Let's give this a try. I have no idea who that is, Mike. Think of, think of gold dust. Yes. With a black wig. Oh, oh, black rain. Black rain. Yep, he's he's going. He's in. He's in. Definitely. Because what we I was just saying we've we've overlooked whatever word I used. TNA. Oh my god. Yeah, I think it's because they don't have as much history. I mean, TNA they, they never had. Perry Saturn falling in love with a mop, for example. Ah, uh, Perry Saturn falling in love with Moppy! Yes, Moppy, indeed. Uh, so, um... But yeah, no, no, fair play. Let's see, what other TNA stuff can we throw in the hat? Um, uh, Vince Russo, he's in. Vince Russo, not, he's, he's in. not even worth a sounder, Cohen, and he's just in, we're throwing him in. Vince Russo gets his own wing. Yes, he does, doesn't he? Um... A rat on a pole match. Black Rain. Yep. See, anything connected with Black Rain was crap. But the thing is, he's actually a, quite a good wrestler. He is! I know! I mean, I don't understand. At one point, you you would have thought of Dustin, Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Runnels, as a possible world champion wrestler. Yes. What about... I don't think it's a failed gimmick. Some people don't like it, though. Stone Cold Shark Boy. Oh, Shark Boy. But as the Stone Cold Shark Boy in a, in a hole was good. What about when he was the Stone Cold Shark Boy, though? And that's the bottom line because Shark Boy said so and all that. Yes, that's the bottom fin. The Shark Boy said so or whatever. Oh, it was bottom fin. Okay. Or something like uh, that. Something like that. Uh, well, that, that's another TNA entrance. Potentially, yes. From 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yes, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Well, okay, we've got Black Rain, we've got Shark Boy. Anything on a pole match? Anything Vince Russo. Vince Russo. Anything on a pole? Uh, oh, I've got one that a lot of. That, see, this isn't my personal opinion. 
this one. I'm, I'm going to be a bit unusual and go with the populace for a bit. And go with, let's see now, this individual. Not him. Come on, get up with it. Don West. Everyone hates Don West. Apart from me. He's not that bad. I know, which is why I've got one that's even better. Oh, yeah. From TNA. I think you'll agree with this one. Mafia. Just as crap. Now, see, potentially, I would like to put TNA 2010 as a whole into the House of Horrors. Ooh. Or, I, I think 2009 was worse. Okay, TNA 2009, along with Dixie Carter. Oh, but I, but I have a photo with her. She's lovely. She's great. But would you want her running your wrestling company, Mike? Nope. There you go. Um, but she is a lovely person. And the thing about Dixie is she seems to be so trusting of people and what they say. I'd imagine that's why Vince Russo is still there. Uh, that's why Hulk Hogan's still there, for example. Yeah, yeah that, she's very naive. And that's her biggest problem, I think, you know? Mm, very true, very true. Ladies so, and gentlemen, yep. TNA 2009. That's going to be our biggest induction so far. 12 months of television footage. <laughs> yes. Hmm. And it makes me wonder. Makes you wonder about what, my dear? Well, my darling, it makes you wonder if there are any particular... Because we looked at Wrestlelicious, but I don't think they've got any of them. Uh, if any other companies have got like a block of something that's so weird... It should go in. Any thoughts? Um, the WCW main event card towards the end of their era. As in, like, the actual wrestling themselves. The yeah. NWO towards the end of their era were rubbish. Yes, the last one of the NWO was very odd. Yes. Hmm. Um, I don't know, Mike. Uh, I don't know. Um, any 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 future Randy Orton John Cena feud will be going in because there's just been too bloody many of them. And yes, and no one cares. And believe it or not, they were uh, allegedly talking 
about Randy Orton and John Cena at WrestleMania? Uh, no, but times. yeah, but it's yeah, exactly. WrestleMania. If that's true, no one. It's good. Who wants to see that? Not me. No, not anyone. I'd imagine. Anyway, so uh, I, 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 there's so many gimmicks out there when you look at it. I mean, I mean, if I say to you, do do you like do you like blowjobs? Yes. Do you like cheese? Love them. What am I referring to? Head cheese. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I I couldn't put them in though. No, I thought they were. <laughs> they were you know, uh, had they won the tag team championship because of the whole story, I wouldn't have minded. Perhaps as bad, but did you uh, did you quite like them? I thought it was funny, but they. I mean, if you want to put them in there, Mike, I wouldn't stop you. No, 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 no. We we need to agree on these. Okay, I don't think so, but um, no. But then again, you know, if you put them in, for example, would you have to put in Mae Young and Moolah when they she won the championship in the late nineties? Oh, of against course. Ivory, would you one, put that in? What one of the things that got us talking about this on the first place on the phone the other night? Yes, the hand. The hands up, Mae Young. Oh my god! Well, no one got that joke. I know because well, because hands used to be vibrators back in the day, didn't they? Of course, and everybody knows that if you were born in 1894. <laughs> yes. How are they even working those days? Are they steam powered? <laughs> the new steam powered rampant rabbit. Yes, excellent. You'd need like someone who used to work for the railway shoveling coal. Well, talking about vibrators and 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 phallic things. What about yes. meat? What about meat, Mike? Oh, Sean Yes. I know nothing about meat. What? Survivor Series? He was Kurt Angle's first opponent. Yeah, but that's when he was Sean Stasiak. That's true. Uh, meat? I know nothing about. When I, well, I remember when I first got uh, WrestleMania 2000 on the N64. Amazing game. And there was a guy they called That meat. was amazing, that game was. I loved that game. I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've still got it in this in this room. It's not set if up. you get that, you have to get No Mercy as well. That's even better. Yeah, that, I got that as well. That, got... that was that was that's still today potentially one of my top three wrestling games ever. I mean, you know, with the SmackDown versus Raw game, yeah. Did you like them from the start? No, not from the start. I like I love them now, but yeah, now, it, but now it, they're really good. Yeah, it took it took probably. The fourth or fifth go, once it got onto the PS2, I think. I mean, I, th- I remember the one with The Rock and Hulk Hogan, Shut Your Mouth, being the first good one, you know? And then you had the one Here Comes the Pain with Brock Lesnar on the front. That was good as well. I do remember there was one in about 2004. DDP was still around, I believe. Oh, yeah. Which may- maybe would have been earlier than that, where you could have really cool storylines. Yes. I mean... Uh, well- they had that in, in, in Shut Your Mouth, which would have been 2002, probably. And here comes the paid, I think, 2003, possibly 2004. There were those were, a lot of people say those are the two best ones for single player because storylines. And you, obviously, if you kept playing through, you'd have the same storyline. But there were so many, you'd very rarely have the same storyline more than twice, for example, you know? It's like with the SmackDown games. Yeah. Apart from those couple you just mentioned, I thought the early ones were shit. They were shit. 
I mean, you remember you'd have stuff like you'd be run over by your opponent would be you'd, you'd shove him, you'd drop him through the through the roof of Hell in a Cell, and he'd get up again. Yes, or, or it'll be three finishes in a row, and they'd they'd get up like nothing happened. I yeah, I mean, there was one time I think this happened to my brother rather than me, where he was playing. Yeah, and you know, you where in those days you could go out go out into the streets. Oh, that was brilliant! Yes. Someone got run over and got back up again. Yes. That, that's exactly what would happen in TNA, isn't it, during the match? Pretty much. And then he'd get run over, and then he'd get pinned with, uh, you know, like a suplex. He'd be pinned by a rat. Yes, on a pole. Um... <laughs> the, the rat does a, like a flying squirrel plancher off of the top of the pole and knocks over and pins abyss. Yes. And then the rat takes off his mask and it's Kurt Angle. <laughs> talking, well, talking about rats, uh, Kerwin White, would he go in? Oh, uh, that was Chavo, wasn't it? Yes, with his uh, slightly racist gimmick. With his very racist gimmick. Yes. He had a catchphrase, which I'm sure you remember, if it ain't white... It ain't right, it. was his catchphrase. It, uh, if, if it ain't white, it ain't right. That was, that was, I can't, don't know how WWE could have got away with that. That's absolutely terrible. And this, I think, because at the time, it was supposed to be about Hispanics and the joke being, of course, he's Hispanic. Yeah. But if you say it ain't white, it ain't right. On TV. On TV, we all know what you're effectively saying. Yes. You're basically saying, if you don't like Hispanics, Chinese, Blacks, Indians, Asians... South Americans, anyone! Yes, exactly. It's still shocking. And I think the thing that saved it, well, not saved the gimmick, but changed it, was obviously, unfortunately, Eddie Guerrero's passing, because suddenly he became Chavo again, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, talking about dodgy things, what did you think of Right to Censor? I, th- I thought they were, I'm not going to put, I don't want to put them in, because I think they were quite good, but... I liked him. I really liked him. <laughs> yes, I did too. Lovely, in hindsight, looking back, very good heel group. And in hindsight, a great, although his voice is so weird, but in a way, it was great use of Stevie Richards. Oh, he's, yeah, definitely. His finest hour, arguably. Uh, other than his, some of his ECW stuff. Well, yeah, well, okay. yeah, maybe, because, maybe, of course, the BWO. Yeah. Was, was was great. But but for what most people would remember him by, because you're a casual fan, let's say, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. His finest hour. So, uh, well, I mean, is there anything else you can think of? I'm trying to think. I'm sure we, we've missed a million, a ton of stuff. Obviously, we've only got so much time in the world. Gobbledygooker. There you go. Gobbledygooker. All right. That's a, that's a, that has to be a standard. But he's one that I think is kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, actually, I've got one that beats the gobbledygooker. Oh, dear. Although they're very similar. Very modern. Jack Swagger's mascot. Yes. Well, did Jack Swagger's title run? Oh, Jack Swagger's championship reign, yeah. Yes, yes, Jack Swagger from WrestleMania to now. Oh, God, yeah, it's gone off the rails a bit, hasn't it? Yes, it has, hasn't it? Oh, dear. Uh, perfect. I mean, like you know, what, to the point that I, I do believe actually, even you or I gave him a chance. I said we said if they fucked up, they built him up, they did it wrong. But okay, see what they do with their title run, and it was a fail. This is the thing, right? 
for Jack Swagger, in a way, it's worked out because although obviously he's not, he wasn't a good champion. Well, not not a good champion, a very poorly used champion. Yes, a crap champion. Sorry, a crap champion. Yes, crap champion. He has ended up in a fairly good spot. Not too bad. Not too bad. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. I'm sure he works as hard as anyone else. But so out of nowhere. Yeah, I know it was out of the. I I do. I also do cringe when he does the ankle lock. You do? Well, if Kurt Angle wasn't around anymore, and the fact that Kurt Angle is so fondly remembered, it's a bit like him doing the someone doing the Hogan leg leg drop almost, you know, or the Stone Cold Stunner. It's just something I don't think I can't really see it getting over because no one takes Jack Swagger seriously for a start, thanks to WWE, and it just upsets me. You know, I mean, at least have another move, a chicken wing, I don't know, or something, rather than do the Kurt Angle. He's basically a, I'm not saying a poor man's version, a penniless man's version of Kurt Angle, really. That's what they're trying to do, aren't they, at the moment? A penniless man? In the ring. Sorry? Uh, in the ring, that is. Oh, I see, I see. He's, I think he's quite good in the ring. Oh, he's, he's all right in the ring, but yeah, but you don't want to have, you don't want to be, thing. yeah, that Jack's thing, you want to be Jack Swagger, not a low-rent Kurt Angle. And that's exactly what people, I think, and I'm, I'm maybe not the only one, when he starts doing the ankle lock. Yeah, and the way he does it as well. I know what you mean. I think it does hurt because, you know, most wrestling fans that, that are semi-hardcore know that Kurt Angle's in TNA still, you know? And he's yeah. still around. If Kurt Angle was retired, had retired from WWE, did no wrestling at all, then you could probably do it. But because he's still around, it's a bit, I don't know. It's like when Booker T did the bookend, even though that developed nicely into the storyline against The Rock. But until then, I was all right with that because they were in different companies. It didn't that's true. Well, yeah, but yeah, Kurt Angle was in different companies too. But I still think it's something, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. For but, some reason, it's still a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's not how you push someone. They, they, they. I think they need to start Jack Swagger again. I mean, like if they if they were going to fix him, then. Do do like an injury angle, not that they can afford it at the moment with all the injuries, and have him go out for three, four months, or have him go out now, then come back at the Royal Rumble and then nearly win it, but not quite. You know, be like one of the last four men. You know, now that, would be, that, that that could work nicely. Yeah, especially if you had him as a surprise entrance, made like say like number three, and had him last in there for ages. You know. Oh uh, yeah, that 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 that's the way to build something. Oh yeah, but they won't do it, of course, but. Of course not. No, because then, then you bring him out your memory. You, you come back and he, he's a bit fresh and then you can change his gimmick or change change him up, can't you? And do what you want with him and try again. So You remember, obviously, this is Royal Rumble, the one we commentated on so brilliantly. Oh, I'm looking forward. It's, it's not that long now, Mike. It's not long. It's We're, we're going to do it. No, I, it's, I, I will be dead beyond belief the next day, but fuck it, we're doing it. Three months. Three months and counting. Three months and, count- and counting. Oh yeah, I mean potentially I could be dead the next day as well. So we'll be alright. It's not like your job's an important one. Well, no, I'll, no. To be honest, mate, if I could, I'll take the next. I'll just take the next day off. You know. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sh- you know it's a shame it's not on any later because what we could have done if it, if it actually ended like about six o'clock seven we could have gone out and had breakfast. Oh, what a lovely idea. And, yeah, but unfortunately it ends at four and then nothing's, you know, can't do anything then, which is a shame, but... Even the, even the Orpington Tesco's is shut by then. Oh, well, there you go. And that's 24 hours, but of course not on Sundays. No, no, don't do Sunday. No. Yeah, yeah, so that, that is a bit 
they say open 24 hours, but there's nowhere that says on that when you go into Tesco's, open. there's nowhere that says except for Sundays, is there? They should put it on the sign. Open Tesco yeah. Extra, Tesco Extra, brackets, not Sundays. Yes, don't do Sundays. Hmm. So they, there you all, go. Because all the Tesco employees are at church. I yes. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Anyway, so do, do you have anything? I just thought of one. Oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels and his tag team partner, God. Oh, my God, that's going in. That was a shocking storyline, Mike. That has to go in. So weird. So weird. Slightly offensive to me, being a little religious. Really offensive to a lot of religious people. Well, a lot of Americans. You know, the Bible yeah. Belt, as they say. Exactly, the Bible Belt in America would have hated it, all that sort of southern what have you, would have really hated it. Oh yeah, understandably so as well. Yeah, and even if you're not religious, it was just weird. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, so, there you go. I mean, to be honest, the sketches that they did in the build-up to it, I didn't think they were that bad. But the I but just the whole idea of it and the and the spotlight coming down to the ring of supposedly an invisible god who's about to wrestle, what the fuck? No, I completely agree. So there you go. Madness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, indeed. Oh yeah. Oh Yep. Randy Savage going mental. Yes. That's in. <laughs> X Excellent. So, so um, there you go. Uh, I could, well, I'm sure we can think of more, but we could go on forever. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, Mike, anything to say to the fans, boys and girls? It's been an unusual night in a way for us here at WW Pod Towers. We have been celebrating the things in life that are kind of crap. However, so much of life these days seems to be dedicated to that. You know. In, on the internet, you have, you know, worst five this, worst five that, you know. In, uh, you know, you look around on TV these days, and it's stuff like that, that Essex show. I'm not sure what it's called. My name's Samantha Lewis Affairs. And uh, all those kind of bizarre things that just celebrate things that are crap in life that we should look at and point at and laugh at. <laughs> but in this instance... I'm going to encourage you to over the next week or two, however long, however long until we next week, to you guys, to, you to guys. celebrate what in life is delicious. To celebrate your mother, celebrate someone else's mother. Why not? <laughs> to look around at life. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Celebrate your mother. Oh no. <laughs> well, it didn't. It, what do you mean? It didn't have any. Con- are you taking it on a sexy connotation? No, 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 of course not. Sorry, carry on, Mike. That's okay. Okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, look around. What is wonderful in life? Well, for some reason, now you mentioned about celebrating mothers, I think about this hot woman in Doctors. Do you know that, you know that daytime soap opera, Doctors? Oh, yeah. yeah. I do. There's a woman in that who's marvellous. Anyway. Uh, hmm. In doctors, in life, celebrate what is wonderful. I will celebrate James. I will celebrate the fact that I'm at a drama school. That's good. Working my ass off, not so good, but nonetheless. 
I will celebrate the fact that wrestling, although slipping up a bit these days with the ratings being a little bit in the tank, is as alive and well as I need it to be to watch it, enjoy it, love it. And I am going to go and enjoy and love a Sandy. Good night, everybody. Birth of faith. I love you.